0: This is Minister Anthony Bonner of Truth Turn Up Ministries coming to you live on the podcast today with a message entitled The Wise and the Foolish, coming out of Matthew chapter seven, verses twenty-four through verses twenty-nine. This is the end of Jesus' teaching of the Beatitudes, better known as the Sermon on the Mount. And it is a very profound teaching because we both know that there are wise people in the world and there are foolish people in the world. And sadly, we consider some who are wise simply those who have education, and we label those who lack education foolish, or even even some other terms that we shall not speak of in this broadcast. But then we also know that foolishness is not biblically uh, equated to education, or intellect, or IQ. Foolishness is... Uh, equated to a lack of knowledge concerning spiritual things and a lack of the fear of God these are known as foolish so we want to look at his teaching and we also know that uh God tells us in the bible that he's hidden these things these secret things these these things of power these Things of wisdom from the wise and the prudent, those who receive their teaching only from the institutions of men and from other men and have not surrendered themselves to receive these teachings from the Holy Spirit, this impartation that they may have a wisdom, but it is only a worldly wisdom which can do nothing with a spiritual enemy. Oh, that is powerful. Your worldly wisdom can do nothing with a spiritual enemy who is wiser than you because he's outlived you. Since the beginning of the time, your enemy once walked in heaven. Your enemy goes in and out before the Lord. As we see in the book of Job, when the sons of men came before the Lord and Job came accusing men, he said, going, the Lord asked Job, from whence comest thou? And Job said, from going to and fro throughout the earth, seeking whom I may devour. He goes to and fro throughout the earth, seeking victims. Victims that think they are wise because they earn great amounts of revenue or they live in great houses or drive great cars or they have great titles. And he walks right past the foolish, those who are in Christ Jesus, because he cannot touch them, though they may outwardly look like they're losing, inwardly they're winning. And at an appointed time, just like a seed that's planted in the ground, their blessings shall spring forth. Why? Because it is the divine principle that if you lose your life for his sake, you shall find it. But if you save your life, he says you're going to lose it. That is simply a principle, that if you deny his teachings, that you are going to be in for a ride that you're not prepared for, and you can have on a seat belt, a helmet, all kinds of pads. You still are going to encounter a crash that none of that will save you from. Amen. So we know from these teachings, which we're about to get into, that the wise and the foolish build, both build. But it's a matter of how they build and which materials they use to build. This is the key component. How do you build? Who's your contractor? And which material are they using? So in verse 24, Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, it says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which builded his house upon a rock. Whosoever doeth, first of all, you got to hear these things. We know that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. People are hearing all kinds of other things in the world, in the news, from actors, from politicians, from anybody who has a mouth to speak right now. People are speaking, there are many voices right now. But a lot of what they're saying are teaching you to build on the wrong foundation, to use the wrong material, which is going to get the wrong result. Jesus says, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, actually putting them to use, practicing them, making them practical and visible in their lives, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. We know that rock is a solid foundation. Rock is a foundation that has been here since the beginning of time that comes forth from God. There are rocks that are solid and impenetrable and unbreakable, especially by the human hand or just a small hammer. You'd have to have huge, huge machines. And even some of those machines, when they're building roads and they have to go through mountains, doesn't take days. It takes years to get through some of those uh rocks and mountains that god has brought forth into the earth verse 25 says and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon the rock you see we're looking at all of the circumstances conditions and chaos and confusion that can happen in one's life which is symbolized by this rain and the floods and the winds that blew you know these are the trials and tribulations that shall come upon a man in his life whether he is saved or unsaved whether he's a believer or a non-believer you're going to have trials and tribulations in this life but depending on whose sayings you've heard and whose sayings you do will determine whether or not your house which is your life survives or whether it falls and here it says it fell not for it was founded upon the rock So all of these trials and tribulations served a purpose to strengthen and to build up and to give witness to the fact that God is God and he's sovereign, he's all powerful, but they cannot destroy you, they can simply develop you. In verse 26, and everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. The foolish man hears the same thing that the wise man heard or hears. He hears the gospel. He hears the message of deliverance, the message of salvation, the message of safety, the message of prosperity, the message of protection, but to him they're foolishness. He leans upon his own understanding. He goes the way of the multitude, the way of men, the way of education, the way of overworking himself, toil by sweat, the way of storing up treasures on earth and not in heaven the way of not forgiving his neighbor, the way of having an ought against his brother, the way of not doing unto others as he would have them do unto him. So he's violating all of the teachings, all of the spiritual principles of God, though he may not be his God because he's ignorant of him at this time, and he's in rebellious and he's refusing to hear because the God of this world has blinded his mind at this particular point in time, God's grace and mercy can obviously see to it at another time that the message will come to him again, that circumstances will lead him back to this message, and that he can be opened up at a later time. But at this time, he's blinded to the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. So these, the same rain, the same floods, the same winds will blow and hit his life, but yet it shall not have the same result as the man who was wise and built his life, his family's life, his finances, and his future upon the rock. 27 says so. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. You see that life that is built upon the sand, it falls because we know sand shifts. Sand is unstable. Sand cannot handle the trials and tribulations of life, because it can get caught up in the wind. The water from the rain will make it soggy. There are many things that can happen to the sand, but yet our culture, our families, the traditions of our family, many of our parents taught us to build on sand because they didn't have serious, deep relationships with God. They may have had a form of godliness, but they denied the power thereof because they didn't take us deeper into the narrow path and it's not their fault we're not blaming anybody they did the best they could it just is what it is when we know better we do better so we become better in our generation of imparting in our children and those that God entrusts in our care to build upon the rock that those who hear these sayings of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and do it them shall receive protection from him in all things not some things are you wise or are you foolish the foolish man he his house fell and it says great was the fall of it because when his house falls it affects everything in his life it affects his wife it affects his children it affects his health it affects his peace it affects his purpose it affects the plan God has for his life which cannot be fulfilled because he is out of position. He has chosen the wrong material to build on, so now he must start over and rebuild. And no one knows but only God if he has the perseverance and the push to recover from such a fall and start over again because such a fall is embarrassing. Such a fall causes shame. Such a fall is not... uh, 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 um, Admired in the culture we live in especially if you're of a certain age if you're 35 or 40 or over You know men will judge you and say you should be further along in life right now Not understanding that you're where God has allowed you to be by your choices and quite possibly by the plan He has for your life because only he is all-knowing and all-powerful so he could have led you to that place and it says in verse 28, and it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine, at his doctrine. Now, there were other doctrines that had been written. We know that the Torah was, in effect, the Pentateuch, which Moses had wrote, which was the five books of, of the first five books of the Bible, which Moses had inscribed through the unction of the Holy Ghost when he was leading the children of Israel in their journey in the wilderness to the promised land. But Jesus had a doctrine. This doctrine was the kingdom of heaven, which he came and he began to preach. It was a new doctrine. It was a better doctrine. It was a divine doctrine to help make the foolish people wise, to help identify that there was a better material to build upon than the sand, that the rock was available. What was that rock? Well, Jesus Christ was the rock. Jesus Christ is the rock that we build our life upon Jesus Christ, upon this rock. We shall have stability, we shall have safety, we shall have surety, and most importantly, we shall have salvation. Verse 29 says, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. You see, the scribes were the learners of the doctrine. The scribes were writers. They wrote things down. And they were uh, vessels of the uh, Roman Catholic Church or these Pharisees and the Sadducees. And much of what happened during that time the Roman Catholic Church evolved out of that uh, In more modern times, but these scribes wrote a lot of stuff that are still Around for us today to enjoy but Jesus Christ had authority. He didn't just have a doctrine He was doctrine. He had authority to speak a thing and it would come to pass He had authority to identify a thing so that those who could not see could see it through their spiritual eyes Jesus Christ was the way, is the way, the truth, and the life. And he put all that forth for you and I, that we may choose this day, whether we will be the wise or the foolish, whether we will build upon the rock or the sand, whether we will simply hear his teachings or we will do them. And believe me, our choices shall be made manifest as they're being made manifest today in this time that we're living in through many they have no peace, they walk and live in fear, they waver in doubt, they look not toward the hills from which cometh their help, for my help cometh from the Lord. All of these things are written for our empowerment, for our encouragement, and for our equipping to be able to live a successful And a dominant life in this life. Not just a life that barely gets by and through. I was put here to rule, to reign, to overcome. And so are all those who are the children of our Father who reigns in heaven. For the heavens are his throne. The earth is his footstool. And Jerusalem is the city of the Holy King. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless the hearers who become doers of his word so that his glory can be made manifest in and through their lives. In Jesus' name, will you be a wise builder or a foolish builder in your generation? Amen.